1: Wow! Welcome to the Abroad Japan Podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad and we're joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast who's sitting right next to
2: me, literally a metre from my face, Pete Donaldson. Pete. How you doing? What's going on over there? Hola! How you doing? Uh, we're in the room together with each Ooh. other, holding hands, touching, stroking legs. And I have... Um, if you can hear a little uh, buzzing in the background, I've, I've stuck the aircon on. It's too hot in here, isn't it, Chris? You can't we need hear the, it. Well, hopefully not anyway, but maybe you can. The, the noise gets pretty uh, aggressive on the, uh, on the old studio mic, so if you can, it's fine. We're just getting cool in here, all right? We need it. <laughs> we right. need it. It's too hot in the summer, P- isn't
1: it? Pete, P- this is like a, it's supposed to be like a, a top recording studio. Pete mm. brings me in here. Yeah. He gives me, like, mouldy coffee. Yeah. Like a slosh bucket <laughs> coffee. Just like, it was horrible. It was ro- I'd travel all this way for yeah. that. He's and then coffee. And then he brings me in here, and it's like a sauna with yeah. microphones. mm mm-hmm. An Anson, Donaldson's Anson. I'm a YouTuber. I don't deserve this. I'm a I've got, I I've got subscribers. This. You're um, a YouTuber. You deserve everything that you're gonna get. To be quite frank, the, um, yeah. And he, he's not happy because, before we,
2: we basically started recording, I was like, "Wait a minute, give me some water." And he's like, "Oh,
1: what am I?" He said, "Miserable
2: guy, Yeah,
0: Cinderella's
2: I'm I'm more than willing to admit that I am. Very, it is very much uh, up to me. For, uh, for, for, for to provide you with uh, with drinks. The problem is the, the, the cafe here <laughs> closes at like four o'clock and we started recording at four o'clock. It's a nightmare. Oh, it's, a nightmare. it's a nightmare. Lavish
1: me with Kit Kat sweets, oh, chocolate and coffee. It's good Lord. to be here though. It's good to be in the flesh, guys. If you missed uh, the last episode, I'm back in the UK for the first time hey. since 2019. It's very exciting. There he is. I've eaten everything. <laughs> Stock prices at Greg's are skyrocketing now. Buy in while you can. Greggs and Five Guys and McDonald's. Actually, no, give a dolls in Japan. You didn't even get five no, you can't get five guys. The Greg stock's going up. Okay. And, uh, it's yeah. been good. It's been good. Yeah? Good. But well, I'm pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We've got to sit sitting record Overheating. Yeah, well, that's well, no, it. the way it is, isn't it? Yeah. i have had a I've had a busy few days. I was in Bournemouth for a bit, popped down to go and see uh go and see Alan Partridge. Alan Partridge is out. Uh, if you're Coogan. familiar with Steve Coogan's Ooh. Alan Partridge character, he was doing a, um, a show called Stratagem. Uh, but he cancelled the date. He cancelled the gig, unfortunately. So, why did he do that? Uh, went out. I'm just saying that. You he heard you were coming. The show that I did under the guise of uh, co host of The Football Ramble when I was down in Bournemouth at the uh, Pavilion Theatre, we put on a great show. We did it. <laughs> we did loads of dates. We didn't cancel a single one apart from one in his, because the ticket sales were awful. I wonder why he cancelled. <laughs> I wonder why. You could probably do the right, Laryngitis, I think. But I'll um, yeah, yeah. do it. <laughs> oh, what are you going to do? But, so, but, so, our second big show is. Me and you on the podcast, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A monkey, monkey pox free zone, Monkey pox free as I like to zone. Say. You can't guarantee that. Have you sort of now you've got home? Is your mum and dad sort of looking at you and sort of going, "Oh, Chris, oh, you don't, you look, you, you, you look quite uh, grey in the face." Are you all right? Are they insisting that you go to the dentists? Like, my parents, whenever I go up north, they insist I go to the dentists, see the <laughs> doctor, they think I'm ill.
0: I mean, I am ill. Oh, I mean, you've I'm had, meal, you've yeah.
2: had COVID more than anyone I've ever met. <laughs> I've had it twice. <laughs> you've, it's had been, it, you've had it at least thrice. It's been, if, you'd, if you'd have lived in London in the pandemic, Chris, Excuses. you would have had it five times. Excuses. My... <laughs> so I'm not fucking top Trump. To COVID. Covid, top Trump. I'm just saying that you just haven't been ex- exposed to the little boom. droplets. Monkeypox. Monkeypox. Boom. Have a bit of that. That'll be you. That'll be you. Same <laughs> with your fucking <laughs> London
1: excuses. <laughs> we got a story this week, though, ladies and gentlemen, from Ivan from Mexico, and it begins. And I'm reading it off my phone. Mm. Hello, my Hello. name is Ivan. Hi, oh, right Ivan. Yeah, from Evan. Mexico. <laughs> More specifically, (laughs) the happiest place on earth. Tijuana. I went to Japan on a solo trip three years ago to witness one of the biggest events in the world, the Rugby (sighs) World Cup 2019. The biggest boys in the world, too. It was a good time. Big boys. I went to a lot of places on the trip, but the highlight of the odyssey was completing the Shimanami Kaido cycle route. Beautiful, beautiful. I took the Shinkansen to Onomichi and rented a bike there for two days. I glimpsed spectacular views of little... Fishing villages and local people just living their lives free of the Mm. busy cities and the crowded places the event was causing. After cycling for around one hour, I stumbled to what appeared to be a little family shop selling bags of oranges. With no no one there to take the money, just a basket with the money sign. I took one bag, deposited the 100 yen and continued on my journey. A few metres ahead, I found a resting area with a fine view ...of the Inoshima Bridge... ...the first bridge... ...very big bridge... ...lovely bridge... ...big bridge... ...bridges... ...and I started eating... ...my beloved oranges... ...after a couple of oranges... (laughs) ...a little Japanese woman... ...came to me and introduced herself... ...and she said she was a reporter... ...from Kyoto News... ...one of the (laughs) biggest... ...one of the most important... ...news agencies in Japan... ...she was lying... ...and she was writing... ...about foreigners... ...visiting the country... ...for the Rugby World Cup... ...she said I caught her eye... ...because I was a foreigner... ...cycling alone... ...eating oranges... And she she wanted to know my story. English wasn't our first language, but somehow we managed to understand each other. She interviewed me uh, about myself and in general, my adventures around Japan. She took a picture of me with her camera. We shared email contacts and continued the cycle together for a few hours. That's nice. (laughs) A few weeks later, already in my hometown, I wrote to the lady because I was eager to see the article she had written about me. I wasn't so lucky until a few months later when she wrote the article that had come out, but somehow she couldn't find it. So she didn't share it with me. <laughs> and that's the story of how I appeared in one of the most important newspapers of Japan. Wow. And I couldn't see the article. Best, in the regards, best regards, Ivan from Mexico. It's a little bit like if a tree falls in a forest. Is anybody here? If you appear in a news story in Japan but you yeah. don't read it, are well, you ever really there?
2: Well, I, I've said it before on the show. I was like, I was interviewed in Akihabara uh, with me and uh, the presenter of uh, the excellent stack film podcast, Clash of the Titles, Alex Zane. <laughs> oh, and, we were, um, and we were dicking about um, in, 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 I think, Super Potato or something. Yeah. And I had bought a Minnie Mouse costume for myself. Naturally, and naturally. I, uh, and this TV uh, crew followed us around the shop. She said, Can we follow you around the shop? What have you got in that bag? I said, I said, Sekushi, uh, Minnie Mouse costume. (laughs) Uh, And she was a bit confused. She goes, that is for girls. I said, it's for me, Sekushi. Uh, And uh, that'll be on the telly somewhere and I never got to see it. Oh, no. I mean, guaranteed they would have filmed and loved me. Oh, they would have. Sexy mini pervert man in a computer shop with all the other otaku geeks with a Minnie Mouse costume. And that will have gone out somewhere because they will have oh, used yeah. it somewhere, wouldn't they? So I will have never have seen it. Thank God he didn't visit the sex <laughs> shop across the road. <laughs> What's in your bag? You don't want to know. It's just tanga. <laughs>
1: it's just yeah, a pile of tanga. Just But yeah, there's probably a room of people like reacting to that. Yeah. Like just oh, yeah. sitting there going, oh, ho, go, ho, oh, oh, yeah. mouse, sexy boy. Sexy boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think I I'm
2: worshipped on <laughs> some small part <laughs> of an island.
1: There's five people in Japan that yeah. it, will remember you from that, yeah, exactly. from that TV show. <laughs> uh, but that was an interesting story, I think. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was, a, ni- it was a, ni- a nice moment there, a nice moment, mm. that yeah. when yeah. everyone was going around, <laughs> uh, Ivan decided to go to a little, <laughs> little... Bridge and eat some oranges. Yeah, you know? make your own life, make your own adventure in life. Yeah. do the do
2: the, the Ivan way. I think I think that woman lying. Um, <laughs> she, wasn't, she wasn't a reporter at all. Um, <laughs> Chris, um, you are a real new technology monster. Uh, I see you've got the latest iPhone. I've, I myself are oh, a yeah. bit of a of a tech hound, and I've got one of those little folding Ooh. folding phones. Uh, Sorry, went went, went to the seaside uh, over the weekend and uh, got covered in sand again. So there's more sand in the hinge than ever before. Uh, oh. things are starting to peel off it it's quite hard to separate isn't it it's, uh... it's like sword from
1: fucking stone this thing <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. open them again. there you go it's a flip phone
2: it's a little uh, flip phone Well, o- it opens Altruz. it doesn't open once more what's this you've, you've, it's, it's a what's Samsung cool? folding one ah the fold is it fold yeah wow. Samsung fold uh, yeah you can't open it more than once like open it once and then open it again like one of those little uh, cool. origami you can toys still, when you're you a can kid It's be
1: like it's time to go. And then <laughs> I can't. I'm going to crush it in my hands. There you are, You take it back. It's so I smash it. But that's cool. Yeah. Technology. Yeah. Well done. We're
2: tech boys, aren't we? We love the latest stuff. We well, do. um a man nearly got arrested for having a really old bit of tech in his hands. Would oh, you yeah. believe? So a Japanese teen, teen uh, called the cops on a man that she thought was holding a knife. <gasps> right? at uh, roughly 1.30 in the afternoon last Thursday, an operator for the emergency number in Sendai. This is your hometown, Chris. Uh, this happened wet under your nose. What was I doing on Thursday? I, know. I was in Sendai. I was there Might have been the you. Might me. have been you. Um, the woman, who is near Sendai Station, uh, the busiest rail hub in Japan's northeastern eastern Toko region, uh, called to report a man... Carrying a knife <gasps> of some kind. Oh my god! Um, so the police ran to the scene, drove to the scene, helicoptered the scene. When they arrived and spoke with the caller, uh, they basically found out that the <laughs> the man, the, the, the man, according to this uh, woman who called the number, her, her friend uh, said that the man wasn't carrying a knife. He was, call, he was carrying a garake. <gasps> A Do you know what that is? Well, apparently, according <laughs> to this news piece in English, it's a flip phone. <laughs> so is. this girl had gone a bit loopy, rang up the 999 and said, oh my God, there's a man brandishing a knife. Her friend said, that was no knife. That was a flip phone. And so the uh, police went back to the CCTV just to make sure <laughs> which girl was lying, which one was telling the truth. Um, she, Yeah, they checked all the CCTV and sure enough, they found someone waving around a... Um, a f- thing oh around God. what can only be described as a flip phone. Um, so they found this guy uh, huh. with his cooperation, cooperation. They searched his belongings and sure enough all he had was a flip phone. What I love about this, Unless story, he discarded the knife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he outsmarted Very much all. could
1: have done. What I like about this is they swarmed the man with tw- no less than 12 police Twelve officers. 12
2: police officers.
1: Think of all the actual crime <laughs> that actually happened in Senai that day that people got away with. No, exactly. I could have robbed a bank. Yeah. Oh, where's the police? Oh, they Man's got a flip phone out,
2: outside Sendai station. <laughs> but they should, but they should have said. But, 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 the, I think the point they're trying to make the the uh, the Japanese uh, news story in question is that this girl was probably under the age of when you're going to be able to see and when you remember flip phones. Mm. But then I've been in Japan and they were using flip phones like five years ago. Very. They easy. still exist. They still yeah. You still sort of see them kicking around. Must have been a very yeah. shady looking flip phone. Probably. I mean, I will, I will say for one, this guy was. <laughs> oh, it's a joke. I thought it was a, I thought it was a... Uh, the the news story was actually reporting what had happened. He said that he was still able to enjoy... The man in question uh, wasn't too shaken up by it. He was still able to enjoy the rest of his day watching DVDs and playing games on his PSP. Now, I thought that was actually what he was doing. Because <laughs> PSPs nowadays, they're quite cool. You see them on every like YouTube tech channel. Yeah, yeah. People are loving the PSPs, people are loving the PSV, they love all that uh, care. But they were, they're cool. They were cool. They were cool. But, but he wasn't. That was but a joke. he wasn't. It was a little oh, joke. That's clever. A little bit of... Ed- editorialising. A little bit of a, little bit of a joke from the, uh, from the writer of the, whatever Shinbun it was. But I mean, these, these smartphones, like these flip phones were
1: massive, right? And they are dying off massive now. Massive they are. They used to run on like 3G and mm. they were ahead of the time at one point. Yeah. Japan's, um, what do they call it? Uh, what do they call it? Network. No. Galapagos Galapagos Syndrome. Galapagos right, how Japanese oh, phones right, okay. were like a world away from what we had here. Yes. They were, they were like really far ahead. Yeah. And then, then stagnated. And then Steve Jobs came along <laughs> with a, with a touchscreen and blew it all away. Mm. But uh,
2: I'm... <laughs> that's ridiculous. They, they've, <laughs> they've only got rid of 3G this spring, right? Yeah. Now, if you try... So we've still got 3G in this country. Yay. And if you try and buy a phone that is just 3G, uh, it's very hard. It's very hard. We use 5G now, don't we? We do, yeah. But I um, mean, it's very mainly, dangerous. It's, ma- it's very dangerous, though. Mainly, isn't it, 5G? It's mainly 4G, but um, it's, it's mainly 4G. This, last week, you are on an Anti-Masker. <laughs> now you're, a, now you're a, <laughs> talking about. Dangerous uh, is 5G business, five, it? 5G. Um, but yeah, I, I tried to buy my uh, father-in-law one, that, one of those old Nokia ones, mm. that was just. Uh, that, was, that ran on like a 4G network, I think. Mm. So some ran on 3G. I think you had to have one that ran on 4G, I think. Either way. It's dying out it's getting more difficult, and I for one live for the four g speed life I don't live for five g I, I bloody hate five g it never very patchy it never it's very patchy, very patchy. It never works usually yeah. if my
1: phone it says five g on it, it means my internet's just gone
2: yeah because you got like because you do only get one bar of five g yeah, anywhere it yeah.
1: sucks I hate five yeah. g so much just bring just just keep four g skip to six four
2: g's quick enough four g's like I could get like on four G, like one hundred and twenty uh, megabits per second. You can watch your favourite Abroad Japan episode in full four K, very comfortably, and leave on a 4K. sexually
1: aggressive comments in the, <laughs> in the comment I section want,
2: if you what? want. I <laughs> want to eat you, Chris.
1: What, what is this? <laughs>
2: Set your shot.
1: Commentary from Mister Blobby. <laughs> um, but there you go. Yeah, I, I, I do want to like rummage through some of the old tech in Japan. They want to mm. go back. Like it, it's uh, down hard off. Uh, yeah, I'll go down hard off the old uh, secondhand goods store. Along with book-off and jerk-off, the, <laughs> the Holy Trio. But uh, yeah, I do love rummaging through old Japanese tech. It's so it's so e- like far easier than in the UK to find old retro technology. Yeah, uh, and I'm going to go around and see what I can find. I'd love to. Um, I've got the like the little electronics store mm. in the studio, and I'd love to like just buy lots of old crap, fax machines, flip phones, yeah, and old bits and bobs, and stick them in there and have like a really cool like retro electronics store mm. area. Currently, it's like filled with loads of big old TVs from the 70s that don't work. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's what for the podcast show, I, uh, I, I had to create an, my own booth, effectively, oh. for stacks. So it was oh. all down to me. And the problem with um, me and the rest of my colleagues is that I have a very, I'm going to say, unique style. Eclectic. Uh, eclectic. Eclectic. And I like old tech, and I like nonsense, I like silliness, I like whimsy. But my colleagues do not like whimsy. Uh, so I brought a big <laughs> I brought a big reel-to-reel player into the office that, that, that uh, went yeah, very well yeah I've seen it it's very impressive it is very impressive very fucking heavy as well oh, yeah. Jesus that, that was the same one that they have I think in the Nakagin
1: capsule tower <laughs> but that oh, was built yes, into the room the, yes. right so you've seen that episode uh, with the tape deck
2: really cool like, I can I, I very much uh, I don't think we've spoken about your Nakagin uh, capsule tower uh, video it's very good thank you yeah oh which good. one? The second one and the first one? Well, the, se- well, the first one was very good cause, right. um, but the second one was obviously informed by a sad first up- one. A sad update. Yeah, but the th- yeah. thing is though, you, you'd been in it and a lot of the other creators who'd made their little muggy little <laughs> videos, they didn't have any B-roll footage of, of the Nagakin uh, capsule oh, tower. I'm glad I got to go and it was like my
1: bucket list of things to do in Japan to yeah, go inside yeah. the Nagakin capsule tower but <laughs> the main takeaway from this is Pete Donaldson, his taste in electronics is always 30 years behind. Correct. Weird to think in 30 years, you're gonna be like, this iPhone, we used to have an iPhone um, before you could, you know, before you use your bone as a screen. <laughs> like, whatever the fuck it'll be then. Yeah. I, what is it? I saw, like, uh, weird speakers that strapped to your bone in front of your ear.
2: They've been doing that for ages, they? have been doing they? it for I ages. Like, I remember, like, hands-free used to be down your bone, down your down your your bone, your bone down your cheekbone. What? But there was, like, a really weird brand. So I mentioned it the other day. I saw this, like,
1: really odd <laughs> bone brand. Bone brand. Oh, yeah, it's called Touch Bone. Touch Bone. Touch Bone. Right, okay. And it's just a man with, like, a... Weird speaker, like stuck on his stuck forehead. On his head. Uh, it's like just put, put it in your ears.
2: It's pretty, mate. Get some fucking stupid. earphones. It's, it's, not earphones. It. it's not fucking cyberpunk.
1: Touchbone, it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment, guys, with the stories and questions you've sent in to us this week on the Fax Machine. Speaking of retro tech,
0: Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Now we're back with the fax
1: machine.
2: What have we got this week from our
1: listeners? Mr. Donaldson.
2: We got a message from Maria, you've got to see her. Hi, Chris and Pete, long-time listener here from Toronto. Now, we know the Seven Wonders of the World. Who chose them? No idea. But probably some grumpy bloke with a badly badly powdered wig. But it has got me thinking about people's personal Seven Wonders. So, in accordance to the podcast theme of all things Japan, what are your Seven Wonders of Japan? Chris... Shall we share Seven Wonders? I'll take no, three, you do four. You're all right. I it. want five. I'll no, right, on on, uh, share it. I'll, um, I'll have four.
1: You can have three. All right, cool. Number one, touchbone speakers. <laughs> touchbone <laughs> speakers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number one, wait, is, is it going to be like a physical building? Or is it going to be There's like... has got to be uh, anything you've seen anything. in Japan
2: that you think... That's so very unique. going it be a natural wonder as well as a physical Yeah, wonder? I mean, bearing in mind one, them's gonna, one of mine is going to be uh, this uh, vinyl figurine that I saw in Mandrake uh, the last time I was over in uh, Sapporo, uh, which was a hybrid of um, uh, a pig and uh, what? the Fuhrer, Hitler. Uh, what? So pig Hitler uh, is very <laughs> much in my kind of like, I don't know who made it, I don't know why they made it, I don't know how they're allowed to make it, but I saw a vinyl figurine uh, that I'm calling Pig Hitler. I'm not adding that to the list. That is okay. not, not there the on the list. Although right, that okay, is right, genuinely right. something I want to seek
1: out and discover at the nearest <laughs> uh, my nearest convenience. Uh, I'll go with Mount Aso. Okay. Mount Aso, big, bad, bastard volcano. The biggest yep. volcano in Japan. Huge cold there. Scenery. Written songs about it. Written. I've got a hit <laughs> song on iTunes. Of course it's going to be number, my like first place yeah. on the list. But the scenery there is jaw-dropping. <laughs> you've not been, have you? Uh, no. I'll I've take you there. Right. We'll go yeah. to Cessna. We'll fly around. And we'll, be brilliant. Take we'll take the Cessna. Take the Cessna. We'll take our Cessna. We'll fly you into the, the we'll volcano. We'll buy a ticket for a Cessna. You can wrap up there. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, but Aso <laughs> volcano is number one for me. Astonishing place. Probably yeah. the best thing to look at in Kyushu. Again,
2: Q. and it created some great music. Exactly. Created some great Inspiring music.
1: Inspiring me since yeah. last year. Your yeah. place number two.
2: Um. Um. Nagasaki, that peace, uh, that pe- that big peace statue they've got. Oh yeah, that's a
1: the really tricky statue.
2: kind of one points to the sky and one points to the to the to the left or the right. Um, I think that's an astonishing work of art.
1: It's really cool. It's um, really
2: haunting as well, isn't yeah. it? It's
1: a very. We, we put it in the video where we went to Nagasaki mm. last year after the rap song, and uh, yeah, there's a guy pointing at the sky, and a guy pointing to the left. Yeah, the sky
2: symbolises the horrors of atomic bombs. The left mm. symbolises. Peace, I think so, something and, like that. But and, that whole kind of area, it's not like it's not the Hiroshima Peace mm, Memorial, mm. it's more kind of like chaotic, I think, because they've got like big sort of like cross sections of where the world used to be you know, where, where the earth used to be uh, and how many sort of layers of of, of, of earth have kind of mm. built up of after, after uh, the, the leveling of that particular mm. city. So uh, I, I found that very um, affecting. Uh, so, yeah, a really interesting part of, uh, of the world.
1: And there's a good museum there. That they have like a mock-up of the atomic
2: bomb. Yeah. Okay. Just, I hope
1: it's a bloody mock-up. Uh, number three, we got... <laughs> Too accurate. We got... Uh, <laughs> it's your three. legendary
2: Japanese attention to detail again.
1: It is. <laughs> number three, we got Mount Fuji, just because I feel, you know, it's got to be seen once. It's got to be yeah. glimpsed, even from afar. You can see it from Tokyo from, on the right day, from the right building. Mm. But, like, there's something really cool about seeing Mount Fuji, given how it's just like synonymous with Japan. Yeah. And every Japan guidebook, it's there on the front cover somewhere. Yeah. It's a beautiful mountain and I haven't seen it as much as I'd like. I've seen it a lot, but not enough. No. I want to see it more. I want to see it more. More. I just want to see it more. I did a whole series trying to find the bloody
2: thing.
1: <laughs> I got a good few views there. But like Mount Fuji, yeah. when you see it on the right day, with a bit, of, it's at its best outside of summer where it's got a little bit of snow on top. Mm. Okay. Stunning. Absolutely stunning. You've seen it? I've seen it, yeah. You touched I've seen it? it. You They're touched, not touched it. it. Not touched it. You've no. Got to go up it next time. <laughs> Number four, what you got?
2: Uh, I'm going to go for King Kazu, the footballer. <laughs> what? You know, Kazuyoshi Miura, the uh, the guy who is 55 years of age, and he's still playing football. <laughs> and he's playing for, and, and up until last season, he was playing football at a fairly. Uh, fairly uh, fairly high uh, level as well. Mm. Japanese pressure footballer plays as a forward. Uh, he now plays in a, a much lower league than he, he did last year. Um, uh, Suzuka Point Getters, uh, and, and he, he was on loan. <laughs> he's on loan from Yokohama FC. But yeah, he's he, he's been at Yokohama since 2005. Um, and he's uh, yeah he's, he's 55 and he was playing in the he was playing in in cup matches really uh, occasionally scoring uh, he he was a bit of a sideshow you know like the the Japanese they love. They're giant squids. Mm. They love like something to sort of attract people to a particular. He's a bit of an attractionary, a bit of a sideshow. So he didn't play in the league matches, but he certainly played every now and again uh, in the uh, in the cup matches. But he's played all over the place. Um, uh, Santos. He's played uh, over in over in uh, South America. He's played for Dinamo Zagreb. For uh, for Sakobe, obviously, very popular side at the moment. So, yeah, now he's now he's uh, he's playing in Sydney and he's uh, now at Suzuka Point Getters. But he's uh, he's very much a uh, a, a man who just loves playing fucking football, a physical wonder, <laughs> the wonder of Japan. What's his name, Kazu? King Kazu,
1: you'll know King him as Kazoo. King Kazu, yeah, yeah, yeah. 55, he's still, still playing professional, football. Still playing professional <laughs> football. I can't play football on that <laughs> bloody hell. Um, number five. S- <laughs> sc- scobby scarecrow village where there's a village just with like 200 scarecrows absolutely chilling chilling horrible. as hell horrible uh, stuff when last year and it's just a very isolated town mm. where everyone died and a woman who was like bored decided to knit a scarecrow <laughs> and then she didn't stop do until...
2: one wanna knit a scarecrow
1: <laughs> till the whole school mm. the town filled school's with
2: filled with it yeah,
1: literally just benches covered in scarecrows kind of cool though mm. creepy, cool you decide <laughs> go and watch the video yeah
2: what's next what got you got uh, Coolish Coolish alpha fu- Congealed congealed uh, ice cream that we can all enjoy <laughs> I mean for, you write that down um, yeah I think that, that that's I mean I've made it very clear why I like that to be honest I've got a bit of a soft throat at the moment because so, I've had, a, I had the cold last week too much Coolish not enough Coolish my friend so I think <laughs> Coolish would sort me right out my friend what's Whoa, next what's the final one the final
1: one I don't mm. know You've you maybe swept me off my the, feet. It's with the, your the friends we made along the way. <laughs> the oh, friends we made along the way. God damn it! It's it's
2: Natsuki. It's Natsuki. Well, it's Natsuki. Natsuki. Oh of course Yeah, Natsuki. Yeah, Natsuki's the got one in there, there, isn't he? Yeah. Number
1: seven, Natsuki. Yeah. You know, if you do run into Natsuki or ever meet him, it's a tour de force. It is. You'll be like France. Blown away by him. Yeah, (laughs) blown away by him. What an (laughs) offer!
2: (laughs) Is is that part of his? uh, God God damn it! He's ruined this list. This
1: is going to be a really profound for the
2: weekend, sir. You've you've (laughs) met him. You you like him. I like him. him. I've sang with him. I've drank with him. I've made love with him, and he's uh, (laughs) yeah, he's he's an absolute stand-up bloke who just um for a man with such responsibility uh, you'd never know it's <laughs> <laughs> very true
1: yeah i i miss natsuki weirdly i only yeah. saw him like a month ago and he drove me Aww. mad when we were doing journey across japan i wanted yeah. to murder him yeah because every time we hit the record button we're like okay let's ready and oh wait natsuki's gone for a cigarette okay and that right, like yeah. every every uh-huh. five seconds but oh, i miss him and part of me wishes he was kind of here for this trip to relive it but i'm yes. really going to try to get him over this christmas mm. And so I'd do like some filming here for a week or two with Natsuki. And also maybe get my good friend, American Pete. Yes. Your your American equivalent. Mm -hmm. Get him over here as well. Fun. The two of them, if you have them together, it's like, it's insane. It's It's like like Batman versus Superman. You can't keep up. (laughs) It's too much mayhem. But uh, those are our choices, guys. Fun. Some of them better than others. Uh, We've got another one here from Deer. It says, Chris and Pete, I had an email argument with someone. And couldn't help but be annoyed at their passive-aggressive behavior <gasps> Do nice. Japanese people talk or email in passive-aggressive ways? All the best from dear. Mm. Uh, no. Not really. <laughs> Not really. They're very polite. They're, you, in the same way, you know, you have like protocol in Japanese in a polite manner, mm. like Yoroshiku and and mm. the fixed phrases. You kind of have that with email as well. Right. So okay. people are pretty polite and uh, no one's ever been a dick like that to me, you know. In an email about well not a Japanese person <laughs> not anyway. in an email yeah. they don't use emails yeah. oh good yeah they use their flip phones <laughs> <they>? passag fax <laughs> what we got, we got one here from Bruno says hello charming Chris and Perky Pete my name's Bruno I'm from Montreal my girlfriend and I are planning a trip with friends to Japan whenever it reopens uh, two weeks as a group and one extra week just my girlfriend and I oh romance however we've yet to decide where we'll go for that one on one adventure we're hesitant between Hokkaido and Okinawa. We're going in summer as my girlfriend as a teacher. Which would you pick and
2: why? All my thanks and best, Bruno. Tom, love and- <laughs> oh my loving. I God. feel like you, I, I'm enjoying singing in front of you because I feel <sighs> like you can appreciate it a lot more when I'm Get me back busting back to out Japan. my chance. Get me back to Japan. I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> On a
1: riverside session. It's got to be Hokkaido, isn't it? I mean, Okinawa, when we filmed there in April, it was already pretty
2: roasting in august it's probably a joke but the so uh, but the but the water is so clear it's good so clear you could just stay in the water all the time with the turtles you could you could swim the
1: turtles the dolphins <laughs> um, it'd be magical but i think hokkaido is really nice in the summer mm.
2: um, and it's, it's certainly a lot less stressful a lot less a, a lot more manageable i think cuz hokkaido can get very cold yeah, uh, and in, in the South summer South it's South kind South of like South. the only place in Japan that's like a nice
1: temperature <laughs> Actually bearable So yeah. you might like it, you'll be flame grilled mm. throughout your entire trip And then you'll get to Hokkaido and you'll be like, wow, this is pleasant Yeah, know. definitely So Hokkaido gets my vote, just watch out for the brown bears Because they are of course very active mm. in summer They love to eat people in summer <laughs> So keep an eye out <laughs> them But uh, yeah Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in, guys. To abornjapanpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week, still over again. But for now, no matter where you might be, out in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days. We'll see you right back here, doing it again in person with Rick Donaldson hey. on the Aborn Japan Podcast. <laughs> Bye for now.
2: Japan is a stack production and part of the
0: Acast Cre Network.. A lot can happen in the next three years. like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from MoonPig.